the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... What are my battles? Have you ever considered that I know I'm supposed to fight this good fight, but what is it and what is my good fight? Do you often consider your opportunities to engage in the bigger purposes of life? Well, today on Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight, we're going to go down this thought path. And this is an important thought path to take. You see, we are just transitioning from Like It Matters to Way of Warrior, from Like It Matters Radio to Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight Radio, from Like It Matters Leadership Training to Way of the Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight Leadership Development. Why? Because if we're going to live our lives like they matter, then we need to decide which path to take in life. We've got to realize that our path of life gets us to the end of our life. And the way we'll be remembered will be based on the way we spend our lives. In other words, the way the things we do, the way we live our lives, is the way we'll be remembered. The way we live our lives will be the measurement by which we are judged. It is written It is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. It's so clear. What is the purpose of our lives? What is the purpose of living our lives like they matter? It comes down to purpose, the why. Why am I here? Why do I get up every day and do what I do, go home at night, Go to bed, get up the next day, and do it again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Why did the creator of all things create this thing, me? Which brings us to the what. What do I want to do with this practice field called life? What will I mortgage my life for? What will I exchange my most precious commodities You know what those are, time, energy, emotion, mental attention. What will I exchange my most precious commodities to do? What will my creator say to me when I stand before him in judgment one day? In other words, if I have a purpose and I'm supposed to live my life like it matters, what am I going to do about it? And we must keep it simple, soldier. We get easily confused. The number one weapon formed against any leader is confusion. Because when we're confused, we don't step out. 
when we're confused. We don't fight the good fight. We don't speak up. We don't challenge status quo. We don't say, no, you can't take that from me. No, you can't treat us that way. No, we're not going to lay down and die. See, we got to figure out what are we going to do about it. We were given this gift called life. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's mystery. Today is the present. We must treat it like the gift that there is. We will be held to account for what we do with our time. And we must be great kissers, leaders. We must keep it simple, soldier. There are only two paths. And this is not my opinion. It's very sound, very educated opinion. So you got to consider that even when our creator, when he made us, whenever he gives us choices, he only gives us too. Light or darkness, blessing or curse, friend or foe, redeemed or unredeemed. Remember Robert Frost, the famous poem? Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that passing there, had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I ever should come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, to rose diverged in a wood, and I... I took the one last traveled by, and that has made all the difference. See, we've got to decide. That's why life's about choices. In Dr. King, his famous speech, I Have a Dream, he said basically, let me paraphrase, don't judge me based on my non-choices. Judge me based on my choices, because what is our character for the sum total of our choices? None of us chose the color of our skin. None of us chose what country we were born in. None of us chose to have the family of origin issues that we had. But we get to choose our own, how we act in diversity, in the injustice of life and fairness of life. We got to decide which way. Are we going to go the way of warrior or the way of whimper? Are we going to go the way of warrior or the way of whiner? Are we going to go the way of warrior or the way of wallower? And by the way, Jesus told us the same thing. Matthew 7, I think it's 13 through 14. I love this paraphrase, I should say, of the voice. It says, there are two paths before you. You may take only one path. One doorway is narrow and one door is wide. Go through the narrow door. For the wide door leads to a wide path and the wide path is broad. The wide, broad path is easy. And the wide, broad, easy path has many, many people on it. But the wide, broad, easy, crowded path leads to death. Now, now then, that narrow door leads to a narrow road. That in turn leads to life. It is hard to find that road. Not many will manage it. And it is a hard road to travel. But we're going to travel it. We're going to stand before God. We're going to be remembered on this planet for what we did or what we didn't do. Consider this either way, we're going to wow it, right? Way of warrior, 
Either way, we're going to W-O-W it. We're going to wow it. Let's think about this, though. How do you want to wow people? Have you ever looked to someone and felt embarrassed for them? Have you ever felt pity for someone for their poor treatment of themselves or someone else? You know what I'm talking about, right? It makes us shake our head and say, wow, wow. In the South, we would say, well, bless their soul or bless their heart. (laughs) And let's be honest, other times we look at someone, the swath that their life has laid or someone who has tirelessly given, someone who is a, a true leader, true giver, true servant, and we look at their life and shake our head in awe and we say, wow. See, either way, we're going to wow this world. We must choose which way. And so today on Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight, I'm going to have a couple guests join me. We're going to talk about the six opportunities. That's what we're calling today's show, the six opportunities of a warrior. Because if we're going to fight the good fight, we've got to realize life is full of conflict. And by the way, the Bible says, where there is strife, every other sin is present. So this is not by accident. We got to remember the battles, man versus nature. And I'm not just talking about the elements now. I'm talking about the nature of what's going on right now, the times that we're living in. We got man versus man. Boy, red versus blue, it's sad. And again, you've got, I'm not talking about fighting with fists and knives. I'm talking about fighting the good fight of logic, of reasoning, of words. Man versus society, man versus himself. We got the spiritual battle and the battle for our identity. And after the break, you're going to hear from a couple friends of mine, and we're going to talk about these six opportunities that we all have to fight the good fight. And what we get to choose is what is the value of our life. And based on that, we're going to act accordingly. So I am your host, Mr. Scott B. Black, and today on Way of Warrior, we're talking about six opportunities for a warrior. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back after these messages. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on The Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. It's It's liberty liberty and and truth. truth. Through your smart speaker, say, play Freedom Radio, Minneapolis. The ruling on the field stands. You can register as an organ donor regardless of your age or health. Even people with conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, hepatitis, or cancer can donate. And age is not a factor. The oldest organ donor ever was 95. 
Don't fumble your chance to save lives. Get the facts and register as an organ donor today at life-source.org. That's life-source.org. Sponsored by LifeSource, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. Advantage Auto Glass is your local auto glass specialist for over 20 years. Expect a lifetime warranty and no insurance hassle. Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-244-3080. That's 800-244-3080. Welcome back to Way of Warrior. Welcome to our inaugural show of the Way of the Warrior. And what is the Way of Warrior? Fighting the good fight. And today we're talking about what are these battles. And I identified six battles that we want to equip every warrior to fight so that they can fight their good fight and get everything they want from their life and help as many people uh, as they like to help get what they want. And so now I want to focus on two of the battles. The first one is the battle of man with ourselves, that inner battle, that intifada, if you will, which is going to lead us to what I believe is probably the most important or maybe tied with another one for the most important battle. And that is the battle for our true identity. And for this conversation, I'd like to bring in a friend, a co-conspirator, if you will, uh, a guy who, uh, you know, we banter back and forth, have some great conversations and he challenges me. He challenged me on my thinking. He challenged me on uh, some of my past and what I've done with it, and not in a bad way, uh, in a good way. The old saying is, iron sharpens iron. So with that, let's welcome Michael Goss to Way of Warrior. Hey, Michael, how you doing, my friend? I am well, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Oh, glad to be here. And, you know, uh, you've helped me a lot, Michael. You know, I'm the one out there helping so many people. But, Michael, you've helped me a lot, especially over the last five, six months, because I didn't realize this intifada. I had thought I was farther along the journey. I've been working on it for 35, 40 years uh, and really got hit with that battle with myself. And so, first of all, I want to ask, why is this internal battle? Uh, the that man versus ourselves, that, that inner struggle that Paul talked about. Why is this battle so important? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Scott, if you really think about it, everything that we do is driven by our identity of who we think we are, yeah. what we think we're capable of. And so ultimately, our potential as people is either expanded or limited based on what you you talk about this all the time you hmm. talk about the belief systems yep. and honestly it was something you you did for me at my house you don't even probably remember this 
this is probably going back a decade ago. You were at my house in Conway. We were hanging out, and you drew on a piece of paper. I still have it. The five neurological levels of change. Yep. And you said something so revolutionary to me at the time, which was anytime we attach something to our identity, oh, my gosh, it's it's virtually impossible to change it. Yep. Because that's at the very top of that that level. And, I, and, and I'm sure you're going to spend more time on that. But yeah. that was the ultimate part of this equation is that our identity colors everything else that we will ever do. Yep. And our belief systems, right? We talk about it. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And so the inner battle, and we're going to get to that, that highest level of belief, which I believe is the identity, the biggest battle. But right now, let's talk about the other ones, um, you know, our capabilities, uh, our belief systems about our place in life, about our abilities, about why we're here. How do we make sense of our trauma and drama from the past? All this really comes down to that inner struggle. You know, I think we have 18,000 internal conversations a day with ourselves. And so we're constantly talking to ourselves. And what are we normally saying to ourselves usually isn't good for most people. But Michael, I think you've helped me a lot in realizing I'm more aware of my words when I'm around you, how I talk about not just myself, but how I frame experience, how I frame trauma, how when things don't go well, I I talk to myself, right? That's really what we're talking about, the self-talk. Tell me about the power of our self-talk. Well, you know, one of the things as an outsider, you know, you said we have 18,000 thoughts a day. These are internal conversations that I hear in my head every day. And so when things come out of my mouth, they sound the same as they did inside of my head. It's generally not very much different. That's why having someone on the outside that's hearing, listening, observing this and going, are you sure that's what you really meant to say, um, can be helpful because what a verbalized, you know, what words are is just verbalized thoughts. Yep. And it, it, it amplifies what we are feeling. It amplifies what we're thinking. It amplifies what we believe. And so I found that in my conversations with people, I don't have to get inside of their head Mm -hmm. to figure out where they are and what they believe. I just have to let them open their mouth and begin to talk, and they'll tell me exactly what they believe about themselves, what they believe about their possibilities, their future. And on one hand, they could be saying one thing, but then with their self-talk, they're literally canceling that out. And so the battle ultimately that happens, which is between the ears in a sense, it's in the mind, but where it plays out many times is through a voice. Amen. And that's where we can start to, as we evaluate what we're, what we hear ourselves say, I hear you say this all the time. If someone else said to me, Amen. what I say to me, yep. then odds are, I, I would probably just be getting out of jail from the last yeah. <laughs> time that I got in a fight because... I would be in a fight all the time potentially, yeah. and and I think that's a that's not an that's not a rare occurrence, Scott. That's a very common occurrence, based on all the thousands of people that we've interacted with over the years. Yeah, that belief in their that lack of belief in themselves, and most importantly, that's why I'm so glad that you're and I may be jumping ahead a little bit that you're going to be dealing with the the spiritual fight as well because yep. I think these things are so intertwined are. because it ultimately comes back to. Do I really believe in my heart of hearts that my Father in heaven, that he has truly forgiven me, that he loves me, that he that He did all of this for me, and that he's not angry with me, and he wants to give me the world? And if I really believe that, then I'll stop talking to myself the way maybe I did when 
the information I got was from another source. Maybe it was from a parent that didn't understand, or maybe it was from a teacher or a coach or uh, maybe a, a relative or a family member, somebody I worked for. And they filled me full of lies about who God made me to be. And, and honestly, there's only one person on the planet that can really tell me who God made me to be, and that's me. That's right. That's no right. one else truly knows that because they're not God. That's right. And, uh, and, and so, so much of that identity, Scott, is tied up in what someone else said about me. What about if we go to the maker? What if we go to the creator? Let's find out what he said about Yeah. Me. And, you know, Michael, that's where you've helped me over the last six months because I hit a wall. Uh, I hit a wall, didn't realize what was going on. And as I, uh, you helped me unpack it, uh, it was that I had never adjusted my belief system about myself. See, you know, all the trauma and all that I went through. And, you know, I used to say this. This is where you get it from. I say, I've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. Because I used to believe the way I tra- I knew I trash talked myself, and it was somehow justified because of quote who I thought I was. And so as I got better and learned and became uh, you know empowered, and I started living my life like it matter, I realized that I stopped short on those logical levels. You know, I had been at the bottom level. I wasn't hanging out the same places. My environment had changed. Uh, My behavior had changed for the most part. Not all of it, but a large part of my behavior changed. And my capabilities, what I knew I was capable of now versus 20 years ago has changed. My belief systems about most things had changed, but I stopped short. I never attached that to my identity and what I did not realize that at the unconscious level, I wasn't privy to this, that there was still all this trash talk and all this, quote, white trash self-talk abusing myself and didn't even realize it was going on. I've been working on this, Michael, for 30-some years. I thought it was gone, uh, and it wasn't. And that identity, and really that's when you and I were talking came to the realization that of the six battles, and I'm not downplaying the spiritual battle, which we're going to talk about next segment, because I do believe the God question is the most important question. However, I do believe this, that when you figure out the God question, if it does not affect my identity, I didn't figure out enough. Is that fair to say? (laughs) Uh, I think that's, I think you couldn't have probably said that any better because ultimately I think the God question is the easiest one to get figured out. Mm -hmm. Because it's the one that's one-sided. God's already there. He yeah. just wants the relationship. Yep. The thing that gets in the way of my relationship with God is my belief in whether or not I qualify. Amen. Whether or not I'm good enough to be a son of God. Whether or not I feel I'm good enough or to be what he's called me to be. And that's the one thing that you nail uh, is that, you know, we've been having this conversation inside of our heads from the time we were old enough to be aware that we had a conversation going on. Yeah. And so a lot of this is just familiarity, just it's the same thing. I've heard it forever. And yes, I'm going past, I'm doing all these other things, but we never get to that place of really evaluating and going, you know, I'm going to humble myself in this area where I think I'm not so good. Mm -hmm. What am I basing some of this information on? And so as we start to really dig into who do I think that I am, I think we I, I did an article one time years ago, and it was, who do you think you are? You know, and that was one of the things that when I was a kid, you know, your, your, my mom used yeah. to say, well, who, do you, who do you think you yeah. are? You know, you think you're whatever. Yeah. And that, that was just it. Now, and, and she didn't mean it in the way that it came yeah. across, but at the end of the day, the impact of that was, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to be that wonderful? Who do you think you are to be that awesome? Who do you think you are 
that God would send his son to die just for you. Who do you think you are? Do you really think you're all that? And the thing is, we've kind of been taught that, you know, to think like that is getting full of yourself. It's to be uh, arrogant. There's all these things that it is. But truly, when we really appreciate who we are, the most humble thought we can ever have is the thought that I am what God made me to be. Yeah, that's so powerful. And, And accepting that. Uh, and moving beyond herself. And one thing that really helped me, Michael, I don't know if you agree with it or not, which is okay, you don't need to say so, but uh, I realized something, and it helped me because of at the time, which was my low self-worth, was that God loves me not because of who I am, but God loves me because of who he is. And once I got over that, for some reason, that made a huge difference to me. It allowed me whatever it needed to allow me, but it didn't stop me from allowing God to love me. And that was huge. And Michael, this is the constraints of radio, which is why we're going to podcasts uh, soon, soon, soon. So uh, thank you so much, Michael. I'm excited about what we're doing together and uh, look forward to uh, us being in class in a couple weeks and changing some lives again, my friend. Hey, well, fighting the good fight with you, brother. Amen, buddy. Have a great one. We'll talk soon, okay? All right, talk to you later. All right, I'm Black, Way of the Warrior, fighting the good fight. We'll return after these commercial messages. Stay tuned. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Numbness, tingling, weakness, pain in the legs and feet, loss of balance. If you are suffering with neuropathy, we've got a natural solution for you. Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran with Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic, located in Richfield off 494 and 35W. As a chiropractor, I'm here to provide you with another solution outside of the medication, shots, and surgeries you've already tried. Like many of my new patients, you're probably still suffering. If this is crippling your life where you can no longer go out and spend time with your friends or family, or if your balance is so bad, you worry about whether you can even walk, call today for a free neuropathy screening. We take a holistic approach to all aspects of what's going on with your body and your health in order to reverse your neuropathy naturally. Call today to schedule your free neuropathy screening at 612-545-5672 or just go to drkimtran.com. That's drkimtran.com for your free neuropathy screening. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, 
We have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-244-3080. 800-244-3080. That's 800-244-3080. Welcome back to Way of Warrior. Fighting the good fight. And I am your host, Mr. Scott B. Black. And we are talking about the battles. I've identified six battles that, as warriors, we need to fight if we're going to live our lives like it matter. And the biggest fight, and I'll put this right up there with uh, the battle for our true identity, is that spiritual battle. Because as I say, man, we are a triune creature. We have a body. It's a machine. We're not the body. The body's a carbon-based life form. It's uh, got a 120-year lifespan. But our body is our vehicle. The mind, the brain, is run the thing that runs the body. But again, we're not the brain, but the battle is in the mind, the, the Lord tells us. We are the spirit. And really, I believe, based on what Paul, and Paul wrote word for word, 25% of the New Testament, um, uh, Luke wrote 26%. Paul wrote half the books in the New Testament. And Paul talks about it being a battle with the, the flesh and the spirit, the old man, the new man. And so the spiritual battle is what we want to talk about. And today I'm I'm blessed to be joined by my good friend, a Bible teacher, uh, a man who loves the word of God uh, as much, if not more than I do. And that says a lot. Uh, let's welcome my good friend and Bible teacher, Don No to Way of Warrior. Don, again, thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Hey, it is real good to be with you, Scott. Well, so we're talking about spiritual battle, this spiritual battle. Ta- Paul talked about it so much. Why is this spiritual battle? Why is it so important? You know, it. and again, to kind of frame this, it, it's always good to start at the beginning, but God is a spirit. And we have to worship him in our with our spirit. And if if we can get that equation right in our mind and understand who God is and who we are, then it allows us to really see the world in a much more realistic way. And if if we don't get that equation right, then we have an enemy who has declared war. And we're walking around uh, unaware of the enemy's plot to destroy us. And you are in a war when your enemy declares war. It's not a matter of you declaring war to be in a war. If your enemy declares war on you, you are in a war. So do you mean like Israel and Hamas? You mean like Israel and Hamas, (laughs) right? Exactly. The exact same thing. You can be planning a picnic, but if your enemy is planning to blow you up, yeah. uh, you, you need to get on their page. It's, you know, you're not going to survive if you get on your own, own page, so to speak. And let me ask you, does the Bible, 
command or encourage or tell us? Is there anything in the Bible that tells us that we should be in a battle, the spiritual battle, that we should be fighting a fight? Is there any scripture that tells us to be aware of the battle and to fight the good fight? Scott, it, it begins really in the very first chapters of our holy uh, scripture when we have the uh, serpent, the beguiling serpent in the Garden of Eden. And it's all the way through the book of Revelation. Uh, you know, the 12th chapter gives another a very vivid uh, imagery uh, of Satan and, and obviously all the way to the next to the last chapter of the book, uh, that battle is an ongoing battle. So, yes, it is all through Scripture. And there are times when the veil between what we see and kind of that unknown world uh, is is thinner, but it is, it's all there we wrestle not against flesh and blood uh, but against principalities and spirits of the air and of darkness and that is our enemy Amen. and it, it is the only thing that explains when you look at the landscape of the world today and we see things as traditional conservative Christians we see things that are so upside down the only way to explain that is the spiritual nature of the world we live in yeah. And the scripture, like you said, God said it very clearly that if you love me, then the world's going to hate you. And matter of fact, it goes on to say, beware of the wiles of the enemy. And Don, I love that word wiles. I think it's the only place in the Bible that that word wiles. And you and I have talked about this so many times that that name is familiar to any of us that are beyond 50, because a lot of us grew up watching the, the Roadrunner show. And if everybody remembers the name of yeah. Coyote, right? The Coyote's name, well, what was his name? Yeah. Wild E. Coyote, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, exactly. And the Bible tells us to beware of the wiles of the enemy. And that's what, when we say the world's going to hate us, you talk about the earth is going to hate us. What does it mean when it says, if you love God, the world's going to hate you? Explain that if you don't mind. Well, we live in a world that puts an incredible premium on self. <clears throat> followers of Christ, I mean, the very first thing that we have to come face to face with is this is not about us. It's about laying down our life and following Christ. And if you do not have the world view, uh, then you are constantly at odds with the majority opinions. And and it's interesting, and, and this is where I think the, the enemy is most visible is in the vitriol and hatred that they will have for what otherwise is a fairly innocuous element. And, and we've seen that spring up in the last few weeks in the worldwide condemnation of Israel. And, and honestly, it, it doesn't take a scholarly view of history to understand what is going on in, in the nation and the land of Israel. And it doesn't take a deep dive to understand the evil of the terrorist organization Hamas and others. But yet we have the world view, much of the world view, uh, you know, coming out against the, the action of Israel. And again, I think the only way you explain that is a spiritual blindness. Yeah. The jihadists who are cutting off the heads of Christians think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, just like the Sadducees and Pharisees thought they were doing the right thing. 
they think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. So it's a spiritual blindness. It's, it's yeah. not a natural element. It can't be explained that way. Well, and I think what you hit it right on the nose, Don, and you, when you said, you know, we have a world that tells us it's all about us. You live your best life now, you know, Joel Osteen, right? If this is my best life now, I want my money back. You know, this is not <laughs> my best life now. I'm preparing for my best life now. But the world tells us it's all about us. You know, take some me time. The selfie's the number one picture in the world. How many people are famous because they had to take a picture of them doing something behind closed doors that only married people are supposed to do? Because they want it's sure. all about them. But the like you said, but if you're a child of God, and by the way, and I'm connecting the spiritual battle with having a personal relationship with, with God, the God of the Bible. For some people, they don't have that relationship. They don't believe that. But there is always something above us. And the key that I really learned for me, the spiritual battle, is realizing it's not about me, that I'm not here to be served, but I'm here to serve. I'm not here to build my kingdom. I'm here to be a conduit for his kingdom. And once I got that shift that I am here as a conduit, uh, like I have to call myself, I'm an arrow uh, in the quiver of Yahweh. Uh, I want him to send me, to use me. And so to me, let me ask you, if if someone does not believe that there's a battle going on, someone calls themselves a Christian, a believer of the Bible, and yet they think what you and I are talking about are crazy, what do you think is going on there? Well, I think, obviously, it, it again, it falls back into the category of spiritual blindness. Yeah. But there are... And this is an interesting... Um, this is an interesting topic, an interesting discussion, but... In studying the Bible, it is quite obvious if if you're if you will allow the Scripture to speak to you, and if you will allow the Scripture to use you instead of you using the Amen. Scripture to, to prove some point, then it's undeniable that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, and there are prominent uh, scholars, you know, Jewish scholars who are very intelligent and and very versed and you know they have the hebrew bible memorized but yet they don't see the messiah and at yeah. some point in time that's not an intellectual issue yeah. amen that is a choice yep and the only way you make that choice is if you truly are blinded uh to the truth of of, of the god that we follow and the truth of the bible and and it's like so many of our ills in society today, we have an inside problem. That yep. problem that, that we have is an inside problem. Amen. But yet all of the remedies that we're trying to fix it with are external, outside yep. problems. Yep. And and have created this this situation where, oh, you're 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 okay. It's society yep. that that is the fault. It's like yep. you're okay. It's you know you're a victim. Yep. Uh, and, you. and as long yeah. as we need a few more laws, you know, to yep. fix that problem. And you don't fix the heart of man by writing more laws. Nope. You got to go above, man. I study the logical levels. And uh, Einstein said at best, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And there's only one level above identity, and that's spirit. You cannot solve the problem of man with man. It's just impossible. You must go to the level above, and that's identity. And and I believe personally, Don, uh, the biggest battle in the spiritual battle for me is between the old man and the new man. 
the my old flesh and sure. spirit, the the old me that wanted it his way, that wanted to be righteously indignant, that deserves to be happy, that my wife should do this for me, and if not, then I'm going to get another one. That old self, which is how he used to think and feel, and now the new me, uh, the new man, that is to me what this battle comes down to. Hey, Dan, and we are short on time. I have 12 minutes on the segment, and we're right at the end of it. So, uh, hey, real quick, tell us how people could watch your great Bible teachings on YouTube. Hey, we have a YouTube channel, Biblical Lens of Truth. Uh, we're just getting started. We don't have a great deal of content up, but we'll have more content as time goes on, and we'd love to have you Tune in and like and subscribe and and help us spread the word. Amen. Amen. All right, brother. Got a heartbreak. God bless you. I appreciate you, my friend, and we'll talk soon, okay? Take care, brother. All right, buddy. God bless. Bye-bye. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. Attention, business owners. Have you already filed for your employer retention credit with the IRS? As reported in a major financial paper, the IRS will be slowing down ERC checks. You could now be waiting several months to a year plus to get your ERC money. We can help you get it within 10 days. As long as you've already filed for your ERC with the IRS, we can advance you the money. Finance ERC has already funded millions of dollars in ERC money. You don't need to 
to wait to get your money. We can get it to you within 10 days. Again, if you've already filed your employer retention credit, we can help you get the money in your bank account within 10 days from today. But you need to call right now while time is on your side. Here's our number. Not available in all states. 800-974-5215. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. I am your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. And I want to thank you for investing your time because I believe your time is valuable. I believe time is one of the rarest commodities because once you spend it, you can't get it back. Now, I believe in an omniscient God, and I'm an etymologist, so I like to study words. The word omniscient means perfect knowledge. What that means is God cannot be surprised. God cannot learn a single thing. If God were to learn one thing, he would cease being God. That's just logic, buddy. And so I know God has preordained some things. I know uh, the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope in the future because we are God's workmanship, his masterpiece, created and advanced in Christ Jesus for good works to walk through. There's going to be battles on this journey. Read the good book. Did you know they, that we, we crucified Jesus? Did you know that the one who came to save us, we butchered? Why? Because life is full of conflict. And really, I believe there's six you know, opportunities for a warrior to, to fight a good fight, to make an impact, to, to fight for things that are eternal, not temporal, because those things that we can see and touch and hear right now and feel are temporary. But there are other things that aren't visible to the naked eye that are eternal. So you got basic battles. Now, you've heard from two of my good friends. Michael Goss was joined me, and we talked about man versus himself, the inner conflict, the intifada. That's really what the intifada is. It's the internal conflict. Paul talked about it. My flesh and my spirit are at battle. My flesh is weak, but my spirit is willing. There's a battle with the old me and the new me, the old man and the new man. I'm not making this stuff up. God says, if you love him, you will be at war with the world. Look about you talking about the weapons of righteousness. I mean, come on, people. I am an arrow in the quiver of Yahweh. God used lots of offensive weapons. Yes, it's a defensive battle. But God has lots of offensive weapons. You, you don't believe me? Uh, what would you call Elijah? What would you call Daniel? What would you call Moses and Joseph? What would you call all those tribes of Israel that went in and slaughtered, uh, you know, tens of thousands of people, every child, every baby, because God commanded them to? What would you call those? What would you call when they were fighting the uh, Amalekites, I think it was? And as long as Moses kept up his hands, they were victorious. But whenever his hands fell down, they would lose. And so you had people holding up his hands. There's battle out there. So Michael and I talked about the man versus himself, which is I really work on that with you. That's what I do. Which really brings us to that huge battle for identity. And then I had Don Noe, my good friend, a Bible teacher, talk about the spiritual battle. 
And yeah, the spiritual battle and the battle for our true identity are very closely related. I want to end this with those last three battles. And they're not big, but I want to, again, just remind you what they are. One is man versus nature. You know, we have elements. Uh, we have hurricanes. And, boy, you know, we got to come together. Uh, when the elements crush us, we got to come together. And they have man versus man, the blue state versus red state. I'm not talking about fighting with guns and weapons. I'm talking about fighting for opinions, fighting for the narrative, fighting for common sense. Which brings us to the big one, which is man versus society, which is really where we're at today. If you have traditional values, if you're a child of the living king, if you're a student of the Bible, if you really want to live out your life the way Christ called you to, then you are mocked, you are ridiculed, you are called a flat earther, you are called homophobic, and none of that's true. But again, the truth never had to do anything. They called Jesus Beelzebub. That wasn't true either. They called Jesus a criminal. That wasn't true either. So, I mean, what's your point? The world calls a lot of things that it doesn't like, a lot of things that aren't true. So what's your point? See, this is where it comes down to buy-in. You got to commit. This is the power of why. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl said, he who has a why can bear almost anyhow. I'm sorry, that was Nietzsche, Nietzsche that said that. He who has a why can bear almost anyhow. You know, when Beethoven was 26, he started to lose his hearing. It began as a ringing in his ear, you know, tinnitus type of thing. Then got worse and worse until he was basically completely deaf. It became so bad that the only way he could communicate with his friends was to, to write things down. Beethoven's devastation over what was happening led him to live alone in Austrian town. I mean, he was depressed, basically. He spent time contemplating suicide, and yet he persevered. He never gave in to it. Matter of fact, he wrote letters to his brothers, and he wrote that he remained committed to his work for a reason. This was his why. Because. See, that's what because is, the reason why. Because he saw his art as something that had to survive, even if it meant enduring the heartache of not hearing his audience's applaud. That's incredible. Quote, it seemed unthinkable for me to leave the world forever before I had produced all that I felt called upon to produce. In other words, he didn't want to take his life until he had done what he was created to do. Did you hear this? This is Beethoven. And so in the face of pain and struggle, he miraculously continued to compose music. In fact, some of his most brilliant and famous work emerged in the period, including Symphony Number no. 9. And the reason Beethoven was able to continue so resolutely in his craft is the word why. It was his reason why. It was his power like it's your power and it's my power. As it often said, when the why is big enough, the how takes care of itself. And in Beethoven's case, the why was the influence that his music had on the world. That's big. That's beyond ourselves. That's significant living. Matter of fact, the power of why has been proven by psychologists all over the world, including Ohio State University. I've read about a number of experiments where they discovered that people who considered why they performed a challenging task were more likely to finish it. Those that focus only on how were more likely to give up. And think about this. Part of leadership is moving people, motivating. If you want people to be committed to a project, to an activity, to a cause— especially if it's difficult or not really enjoyable, if you want to get their buy-in for an idea or, or a change that you know they're going to resist because people resist change. 
You've got to articulate the why. Why this? Why now? Why them? Why from you? Why in this way? Don't you get it? The why gives people the purpose to follow a vision. It adds meaning to any job, even if it's uninteresting. It may be invisible, but why generates visible outcomes. To those who are feeling uninspired, it's music to their ears. And that's what I want to be. It's about our existence. That's what existential is. I'm not talking about philosophy. The word means existence and essence. There are existential questions, questions concerning the essence of what it means for us to live our life. What is my greater purpose? What is the meaning of my life? Who am I? Why am I here? That's where Dr. Viktor Frankl came with logotherapy. And to me, logotherapy and existential, that thought, are so combined. And logotherapy is based on the premise that humans are driven to find a sense of meaning and purpose for their life. Dr. Frankel said that we can do that in three ways. We can create a a work or accomplish some great task. Maybe we can experience it by uh, something fully or loving somebody fully. And we might be able to experience that by the attitude that one adopts toward unavoidable suffering. This is what I'm talking about. You're an Esther. I'm an Esther. We were made for such a time as this. And Frankel believed that suffering is part of life, and it is. God tells us that. Read Isaiah 53. Helping people find meaning in their lives by identifying the unique roles that only they can fulfill. It's an excellent way to get people on fire. Remember, I mean, this is why we have history. Martin Niemöller, right? He fought the good fight. Remember his famous quote? First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists. I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Forces beyond your control can take away everything you possess except one thing, your freedom to choose how you respond to situations. And to be sure, we have a lot of purpose in our life. What are you doing with that? And I encourage you to join me on podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, look up Like It Matters Radio for a short time longer. But be looking out for Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight. I am your host, Mr. Scott V. Black, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. 
be the next success story. Stop overpaying for wireless. There is a better way. Pure Talk saves the average family about $1,000 a year on the most dependable 5G network in the U.S. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data for just $30 a month. If you're ready to cut your wireless bill in half, dial pound 250 and say keyword spend less, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say spend less and make the switch to Pure Talk today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.